0: Hello, my whizzes, and welcome back to another episode of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. If this is your first time listening and you don't recognize my voice or you're wondering where Allie is, well, we are switching things up this week so that you can get to know our entire team here at Food Biz Whiz, which is why I, Charlie, will be hosting today's episode, a new series we are calling, Is It Worth It, Charlie? Now, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Charlie Birkinshaw. and in addition to running my own CPG business, Element Shrub, I also support and coach our Retail Ready students inside of our Retail Ready course and community. Now, normally, I sit down and talk to students inside our Retail Ready community about pivotal decisions that they are about to make in their business to decide whether or not it's worth it for them to do so. But today we are going to switch gears and I'm gonna walk you through the rubric that I use to determine whether or not a decision is worth it. So with that said, let's jump right in.
1: I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Food Biz podcast. As I mentioned in the intro,
0: we're going to do things a little differently today. I'm going to share with you the questions that I ask myself to determine whether or not something is worth it. And I'm going to use a real life example of a decision that I was struggling with for my own brand, Element Shrub. And for me, that decision was, should I expand into 80 new stores with a popular retailer in a new region of the country that's not close to where I live and operate? Now, some of you might be thinking, well, Charlie, of course, that's an easy decision. Why wouldn't you say yes? I wish I had that opportunity. Okay, before we move on, this is something that's really important that I want to remind everyone about. And that is what I decide that's good for me and my business may not be good for you and your business and vice versa. In fact, if you were running my business, you might make a different uh, you might come to a different conclusion about this decision than than I would, and that is perfectly okay, right? I know this sounds super obvious, but I see so many people make the mistake of doing something just because that's what everybody else is doing, or think that because a company is doing X, they must be crushing it, and so I should do that too, right? Your competition starts selling on Amazon, so so you should do that too, right? Your competition or whoever just got into Whole Foods. So, you know, they must be crushing it. And now like, oh, I I don't know what to do, right? Or my competition has more followers on me on Instagram. So I'm going to go invest in uh, hiring a marketing agency and creating content so that, you know, we can win, right? All of those things might be good for one company. Uh, They might be good for you. But at the end of the day, it requires some thought and analysis before jumping right in. Okay, so with that out of the way, I wanna jump into the three topics that I think about to determine whether or not something is worth it. And those topics are money, resources, and reflection. And one of the things I love most about Retail Ready and coaching Retail Ready students is that no matter how big or small the brand is, this rubric still works. Okay, so let's talk about money and I'm gonna bring us back to my original question. And I want you to put yourself in your shoes and think about a question that you are struggling with uh, to decide whether or not something is worth it. Okay, as a reminder, that question is, should I expand into 80 new stores with a popular retailer in a new region of the country that is not close to where I live and operate? So as it relates to money, these are the questions that I would ask myself. Number one, you've got to know your numbers. So here, I wanna make sure that I'm really confident about what my cost of goods sold is for each of the SKUs that this retailer wanted. Now, this seems like something you should know for sure. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that some of you did an amazing job calculating your cost of goods sold when you started your business. But this decision is coming up three to four years later And you think you know what your cost of goods sold is, but you actually don't. So what I want you to do is make sure you go back and calculate it again before making a big decision like this. With supply chain issues and the cost of ingredients going up, it's really, really important to know this so that you don't lose money after saying yes, right? Okay. I would also want to make sure that I'm really confident about my distributor pricing and that I understand all of the charges and the billbacks that I should expect from them, right? And in this case, uh, I will we've we've made the assumption that this retailer is going to require a distributor based on the number of stores that you know they want us to go into. And so I'm gonna need to be confident about my distributor pricing. Now, in your case, if you are selling directly to a retailer that is smaller than 80 stores, then just kind of switch out distributor pricing for wholesale pricing and make sure you're really confident about that. Okay, I would also want to understand all of the marketing spend that goes into supporting this distributor and this retailer. Um, so, So that's knowing your numbers, right? The next step is the math problem, right? everything is a math problem or at least has a math component to it. So the question here is you break it down, right? How much will I make on each bottle, case, whatever? How many units am I going to sell initially? How many units am I going to sell on an ongoing basis or units, cases, whatever? How long is this relationship going to last with this retailer or this distributor? And then I'm going to subtract out all of the billbacks and the marketing spend and come up with a number. Okay, so we know our numbers, we do the math, and then we think about, okay, what is our return on investment, right? There's a financial component to this, and there's other components as well that I will get into later. So let's say that after doing that math problem, for every dollar that I put in, let's say I get $2 out, right? So is that worth it? Well, based on those two numbers, sure, it seems like it's worth it, but I want to take a couple other steps to dig a little bit deeper. So I take this information and I think about my opportunity cost. I think this is super important and something that people often overlook. So here I would say, okay, let's say I had $10,000, $100,000, a million dollars, whatever it is to spend on something else would it return would if if doing that something else whatever it is would it return the same less or more than 20,000 200,000 2 million dollars right that same like put a dollar in get 2 dollars out right so if the answer is it were to return less then maybe this opportunity is worth it if it's the same then i want to keep going and keep asking myself questions to make sure that you know we're on the we're on the right track, right? And if it's more, then maybe it's not worth it, right? If I could spend a dollar and get four dollars out doing something else, then why would I spend a dollar getting two dollars out when I could spend a dollar getting four dollars out somewhere else? Um, okay, so so that's the the opportunity cost, at least the financial aspect of it, right? The other elephant in the room here is how much cash you have on hand, right? And what's your runway? Let's say you only have $10,000 in the bank and after, you know, doing everything you need to do to like make this decision happen, right? You'll drain your bank account, but you know that you're gonna get a $20,000 return on it. But then the question is, well, how long is it gonna take until you get paid back that $20,000, right? Um, And, you know, how are you gonna pay for things during that time uh, that are, are not related to this project, right? So those are those are the important things to think about. I'll, I'll quickly summarize them again. So know your numbers, do the math. What's your return on investment? What's your opportunity cost on that same investment doing something else? And then you know, how much cash do you have on hand? What does your cash flow look like? What's your runway look like? All of that, right? Okay, so let's say, we've gone through this, we've solved the math problem. There's still a few other things to consider, right? The the next topic I think about is what resources do I have available to me? I'm gonna remind ourselves of the original question, right? Should I expand into 80 stores with a popular retailer in a new region of the country that is not close to where I live and operate? So when I think of resources, right? I think of the the what and the who and the when, right? So when it comes to the what and the who, these are sort of combined depending on how you operate, right? Uh, But for example, when it comes to production, right? Some of you may be doing things in-house and some of of you may be outsourcing to co-packers. Either way, it doesn't matter as long as you know what needs to be done to make this happen. One, do you have enough money to buy all the ingredients that you need? Do you understand the minimum order quantities for production for your co-packer? Is this less or more than you're comfortable with to make this uh, uh, this decision worth it? Right? Uh, how how does this align with your sales projections for this retailer? What's the timeline to get line time with this co-packer? Co-packer, excuse me. Are we talking two weeks or four months? Um the and then, if you're doing your own production, right? like are you able to literally source all of your ingredients with supply chain issues going on lately? what does the timeline look like on getting your bottles and your boxes and your labels and you know everything else you need to make sure that you can literally get product on the floor of the distributor warehouse so that the retailer can order them and pick them up right? The other thing I want to think about too is. What do the logistics look like? Are you shipping to the distributor? Is the distributor picking up? Uh, what is your minimum order quantity? What's the cost to ship it? What happens if the cost of shipping goes up by twenty percent? Right? These are all questions that you want to have the answers to before you get into this, so you don't get surprised later on. Okay, so so that's part of the what, right? Part of the who is also, you know, your your team, your other outsourced partners. Are you, is your team capable of, of doing all of these things? Do you, do you have the right resources? Do you have enough people to you know, produce X number of units to make sure that this actually happens on time, right? Uh, when it comes to marketing support, do you know what you need to get your product off the shelf, right? We talk about this so much inside Retail Ready. And again, this may be you, you may be outsourcing this. It may be somebody else on your team that's doing this, but you need to know what you need to do from an in-person marketing perspective as well as a digital, digital marketing perspective. Okay, so we've talked about the what, we've talked about the who. Now, I want you to ask yourself about the when, right? And what I mean by this is, is this decision really time sensitive, right? So I would ask myself, Do I have to make this decision right now? Do I have to say yes right now? Um, What's the upside or the downside of waiting? Is there perceived time sensitivity or actual time sensitivity? What happens if I'm not really ready, but I say yes? What happens if I say no and somebody else swoops in, right? So these are all really, really good questions to ask yourself that you want to have answers to so that you are prepared with a thoughtful answer to this question. Okay, so we've talked about money, we've talked about resources, and now I want you to do something that I'm going to guess many of you don't do as often as you would like. And that's actually reflect on the impact of this decision for you, your staff and your business. Now, in Retail Ready, Ali talks about this a lot. She talks about working in your business, not on your business, right? And I know a lot of you are solo founders, just like me. Some of you have small teams, and some of you have hundreds of people working for you. So this reflection might be something that you do for yourself, something that you do as a team. Uh, either way, it's a really good thing to do, right? And if we're thinking about sort of these three components together, The money and the resources are more the objective component to this equation, and the reflection is the subjective component, right? So here's what I want you to think about. First thing, what is your gut feeling about this, right? How are you feeling about this decision in general? Are you afraid? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Does it keep you up at night? Is this everything... I've been dreaming of, right? I've always wanted to to get into eighty stores and and do all of this, right? Um, the other thing I want you to consider is what is the opportunity cost for you and your team? right? Is this time spent following through with whatever decision you know you're considering the best return on investment for you? Does it take advantage of your skill set? Uh, is your team excited about it, right? Does it align with your personal and your business goals, right? This is super important, bringing back every decision to making sure it aligns with your business goals. And if it doesn't, then why are you doing it, right? Uh, And when it comes to your business goals, what has the track record been on this type of channel for you or this type of decision, right? Maybe, in the past, you had gotten into another regional grocery store and you had done really well. That's a great data point to support saying yes to this. But if the opposite had happened, then how would you feel about this right? So do you really understand the data? Are you just guessing uh, and and when I say understand the data, are you when it comes to sort of your projected velocity in this in this example at least right of Getting into 80 new stores, are you just guessing based on what you hope it's going to be and inflating it because you you think you're going to do great? Or are you basing that projection on actual data from sort of previous experience, right? I also want you to think about what sort of relationship you have with the distributor, right? What what has the communication been like with the retailer so far? These are all. Things to think about, right? Do you have enough staff to support the administrative back and forth with the distributor and the retailer, right? Are you going to have to hire a broker instead? What's the plan, right? If you're a solar founder, and I know a lot of you are just like me, you know. and if you have a family, how does it affect that dynamic, right? How does it affect your team? How does it affect your daily routine? right? And then the last two questions that I really want you to, to think about and be honest with yourself about are, is this what you want for your business? And is this what you want for yourself? And making sure that the answer to those is yes, if you're going to move forward, right? And I know they're simple questions. And I know sometimes as founders, we just want to say yes to everything. Uh, But I think, again, it's important to go back to what I said before about doing something because everybody else is doing it or doing something because it feels like a badge of success, right? It's easy to do math, but when it comes to other companies, we don't know the answers to the questions in this sort of reflection section or even in the production section, right? So what I might want for myself and my business is not what you want for yours, and that is perfectly okay. And I'll be really honest, it took me a long time to learn this lesson, and I am really grateful for Retail Ready and the community inside it for helping me sort of figure this out. Okay, I know this is a lot of information for you guys to process. It is one of my favorite things to do with Retail Ready students inside this program, coaching them on how, coaching them and helping them make decisions. So if you are interested in really getting into the weeds with me, I would love to have you come join us inside Retail Ready. All right, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next time with another live interview with one of our retail ready students to talk through a pivotal decision that they are about to make in their business with the hope that that conversation helps you think about how to handle pivotal decisions in your own business. Finally, as I mentioned before, if you enjoyed this episode, I love, would love to have you join us inside Retail Ready, where I provide this type of one-on-one support exclusively for Retail Ready students every single week. Thank you again for tuning in. I can't wait to hear what you thought about it. See you in the Food Biz Whiz Facebook group for continued conversation, and I will be back in your ears next month.
1: If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join, to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you, and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.